this is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. After a thrilling game last Sunday in Tulla, where Scarif and champions Ballier finished all square, the Scarif manager Mark McKenna shared his initial thoughts with the media. Mark, are you, are you relieved or what? I sure look. Look at I, I just said to them there. There was a, there was actually an air of disappointment um, that you could go toe to toe with the county champions. They were fighting for their lives, and maybe to come out with a result. We will. When we, I said to them, when we look back on it, we'll probably be a little disappointed that we didn't get the win. Chances went to begging there in the second half, but they fought on their backs, and you'd have to be you'd have to be really proud of them putting in a performance against a team like that. So, look, look. Um, Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah, a strong wind, I suppose, made things difficult for lads, uh, shooting in particular. Yeah, look, at everyone can have... Like, we tried to judge it beforehand. We were advising which post you'll be going to, but when you get out there in the heat of that and you're under pressure, whether it is a free or a line ball or a puck out in a wind like that, it's going to cause both teams trouble and it did today. But look, at that's not... That wasn't, uh, that wasn't why the result was the way it was today, you know. Yeah, but I suppose you have to give credit to Berlier the way they battled at the end, especially, you know, when it looked to be lost, uh, they, they just kept... They did. Right. Oh, yeah, look at, look at their county champions. They're not county champions for nothing. They're not going for three in a row for nothing either. You could see how up for it they were on the line. Um, look at... Maybe we hadn't enough done to keep them at that arm's length and when they were always getting the run with the quality they have, they were going to stay um, uh, picking off the scores, which they did. Now... We were unlucky not to get a goal there at the end of it, and I felt at half time that we, we probably need, if we got a goal, it may have given us that extra bit. But look, that didn't go in either. That's not, that's not the winning or losing out of it either. But look, I'm very happy with the draw. Yeah. Are you happy the way the younger lads stood up to with the yeah. Bellier County champions in the second half? Yeah, sh- sure. Look, you'd always, you'd always try and have a lad first and tell him what's ahead of him when he's coming up against teams like this, but. They, you really have to experience it for them to gain more experience and I think today they did stood up and they, they fought they fought really well and um, everything that we worked on they, they stuck to it which was brilliant you know so okay. Matt thank you very much you're welcome lads Seamus O'Reilly's new and much anticipated book entitled Clare GAA in the Championship 1887 to 2023 is being launched next Thursday the 7th at 9pm in the Queen's Hotel in Ennis. Jim Collins spoke with Seamus this weekend and asked him about the publication. Seamus O'Reilly, you are very welcome again to Scariff Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much and I'm delighted to be back. I'm looking here at page 11 of the Clare Champion and a very striking photo of both yourself and Michael Cusack, um, both in a similar pose, both holding on to, to books. And um, I must say it looks extremely well. Right. A friend of mine back with Clare, who should name her name, as he said, all righty, he said, when did you cut your hair last? So that's in his that. He was thanking me for, he was thanking me for the... But the effort I'd done, that kind of stuff, but he was humorous at the same time. I know. Yeah, John Mahert, John Mahert, said, did a very good, very good job. Uh, he, he got a lot of, of what was entailed, and then we, 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 we were kind of speaking for maybe 20 minutes, but by God, he got that out. So yes. I was, I was well, you're, 
you're there holding the, the your new book, Claire GA in the Championship, 1887-2023. And I gather it's uh, it's been launched this week, Seamus. Yeah, it'll be launched next Thursday at 9 o'clock at the, at the Queen's Hotel. Uh, Tony Kelly is doing the master's, uh, the launch and John Mahertig, who did the, the, uh, the feature in the champion, is doing the, the MC. So we are hoping to get a, a, nice, a nice turnout, which is a very, very formal evening. Yes. A cup of tea and a cup of coffee and that kind of stuff. Yes. And of course, a, a chance for a lot of GA people to, to come and to meet and to chat and to reminisce as well. Yeah, I got a couple of phone calls already. People are very, very seasoned supporters. They're hoping to be there. Uh, I hope that the, 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 what they guess or what they see in the book uh, is up to their expectations. There'll obviously be little errors and that kind of stuff. But in general, I think I'm happy enough with them. I spoke to a great old Gail, Pat Howard, uh, a couple of days ago, and he, Pat, one of the great Gales of Clare. He's the Gales of Of course, he, he brought uh, out a book many years ago on the. Uh, on statistics from from Clare Games, isn't that right? He did. He, he did it from the late forties on to uh, up to I think about maybe nineteen ten or uh, twenty ten. Sorry, but uh, he he is an encyclopedic, much like Ali Burns. He has nice encyclopedic knowledge and uh, reference for for stats, details, matches, and that kind of stuff, which I wouldn't have. I mean, a lot of mine are just through just hard research and yes. writing them down. Uh, those two individuals are particularly good at that at that field of I know. But but Seamus, to cover all the, the Clare matches in both hurling and football from from eighteen eighty seven down to to recently to twenty twenty three, that that's a fair body of work to take on. It it is, but I suppose I always don't play it in the sense that I'm not being far mostly, but each year you see is a new year, whereas if you were writing with say on on a on a on a person will say, okay, he played minor, then okay, did he play under the one? Did he play scene? How do you with the club or how he or she? But in this particular case, every year is a new year. And for that reason, it is relatively easy. The only issue is, particularly in the 40s, you had a war, you had a shortage of paper, you had a shortage of ink, and obviously a shortage of, 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 of advertising as well. And the paper size was reduced. And what they did as well, you might have a match report, but just a lot of the time you wouldn't have a team report. And I, I, I nearly find the team as important, you know, if I can, as the match report itself. Yes. So, for example, in, in 1943, Clare v Limerick, I, I checked the local papers, the, national, the Limerick leader, the national papers for a Clare v Limerick game, and I couldn't get a team anywhere. anywhere. Yes, yes. Well, I was I was looking in the because you you showed us some like pre-publication draft copy, and I went straight to nineteen oh seven because Scarif were riding high in nineteen oh seven, and that was the year they won their first championship. And of course, the Clare team that year was a Scarif selection, um. But it was it, there were a number of Scarif lads on it, but also. You know, the captain was from Bodike, I remember, and a number of other clubs in East Clare were represented. So it's it. I think it will be so interesting from that point of view, um, looking back over the teams. Uh, you know, as much as the results. Yeah, I was saying. I think I think I said the last day about this famous James Brady, and that's correct. Scarif Scarif won in nineteen oh seven, and the Guinness won in nineteen seventeen, and for a long while. No market, I think we're being credited with that title for some unknown reason until there was a medal produced inscribed Scarif 1917. But 
only for the first, only after the first couple of years. For the first couple of years, it was the club. It was the club solely because, for example, Dal Cash won in the market the football for the first two years. With the includes a couple of players from Cora Clare, they beat the All Ireland champions. Um, Limited commercials, but Limited commercials found out this this the the, the Dalgash had a couple of assistants, if you want to call them that, assistance players, yes. and they, they lost. But back to James Brady. James Brady played in the 14th semi Munster semi final against Limerick. The paper said he was injured for the final against Cork. Didn't play, and they said he'd be a loss. Never appeared in the 1914 All Ireland final panel. Neither did Paddy Kenny. Who was both, he was an innocent man, he was both secretary and the player. But Brady appeared again in 1916, and only through the work of um, uh, the man here in Ennis, I got four James Brady's from the census, one in McBarthur with Galway, one in Limerick, and I found two in Bodai who would match roughly that age. So we, I finally decided or discovered, or whatever you want to use, the word that he was, the Bodai man. Yes, yeah. But I, I, I must I must develop that further. I'd love to, to know what happened to him and I think there are relatives somewhere I have the townland somewhere written down. I, I'd love to find out well what happened to him or has he any relations or you know Yes. Because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a mystery man. A mystery man, yeah. Very good. That, that that's what I think that uh, people from, from all over the county in both hurling and football will be looking at the teams and trying to pick out, you know, people uh, you know, from families they would have known or maybe are still around or not. But um it's I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a book that uh, will give a great deal of pleasure, Seamus, and you know, and fair play to you for putting the heart Hard work in, but um, there has there has there been interest now in the last few weeks with the launch coming uh, up. Ah, uh, there has. There was a man from Dublin this morning. He wanted he wanted six six books and that kind of stuff. And you know, being being realistic and honest about it, it's lovely doing a book, but you have to sell as well. You have to, you, have to, you have to make ends meet. Yes. And in fair in fairness, Sean citizen and, and business in general and player have been very. I think I got about one hundred eighty contributions of various sizes, and that. That's a great kind of. Uh, it makes you more enthusiastic because sometimes you could be doing a project and, and, and you know it, it's only your hobby and you discover gee, there's nobody interested. It's only me, or you ask that question. Yes. But what also what also makes that I, I will I discovered when I did the club, I did a book called the club scene back in 2010, that was every senior holding a football championship game in Clare, and I found the photographs were a major plus because. They, they saw a relation of someone or they saw a photograph that had never been you know, used before, never appeared before and that kind of stuff. And uh, The other reason that I that I have done this is it appalls me at times the amount of stuff that is still being dumped. And There was a man not very far away from, from where, where you're ringing, contacting me now and I collect programs and that kind of stuff and I won't say who the man was, he said to me, Gee, Seamus, a friend of yours died lately. I said, who is that? Oh, he said, no, a friend you'd love to have met. Yeah, yeah, who's that? Oh, he said such and such. And he said, and I said, God, I don't know him. I know, he said, but he had programs. And he said, the, the sons came along, he said, and they dumped everything. Yes. Now, it isn't, it isn't for my gain, but I, all that stuff should be retained and, you know, stored away. So it is, you know, it is history. It is but history. A lot, of yeah. G, a, lot, a lot of GA clubs don't see it that way. They just see it as... You get the odd person each club, but in general, the GA are not really appreciative. I'm talking about the GA as a body. 
they're not appreciated without history. Yes, I suppose both clubs and county boards really should have, you know, their secretary and treasurer and there's an Irish officer, you know, but there, there nearly should be a, a history officer um, there to, to hold on to programmes and to make sure they're kept and various other records that, that happen. Because as you say, you know, you, you think they'd never be lost, but they would. Well, Michael Canty has taken over now uh, from Peter Brown in, in the Mansi in Ennis. And I just helped him very basically helped him just organising what they had in G. And I was appalled at so little. Yes. Very yeah. few convention booklets, very few county finals, yearbooks and that kind of stuff. And, you know, all that should be done by the Clare GA. Not, not, not pointing the finger at any specific officer, but... You know, the same I went to Crow Park and I went into this archive, not the museum, now the archive, and I couldn't believe there was a little from Clare's. And I said, those yearbooks are available inside in, in, in the, the GA little shop that they have beside the stuff. But there's, there's a disconnect at times. There's yes. a disconnect. It kind of surprises me. I know. But I suppose, again, looking forward to this book, Seamus, it's not, it's a book that will hopefully sell well over time because uh, it's not going to go out of date. And, you know, it's something that will be available, um, you know, in the coming years, it'll still be, um, I know it stops obviously at 2023, but uh, there's, there's a huge, I, I hope that there'll be a huge demand for it uh, from right throughout the clubs of Clare and even further beyond. Oh, uh, yeah, that does. Uh, I was talking to man from Tipperary yesterday, and they're going to come up. I was talking to man in Carlo. They, they appreciate it. It really has not been done, as far as I know. And I, I would have uh, maybe a library of GA books, maybe a thousand books. You know, a lot of them are modern because their they're, they're GA books now have become two a penny, my story, by, you know, you know the ones yes, that I, I don't yeah. want to be. But um, that's, that's, you know, there should be an archive. Each county should have. That kind of a stuff, but it's the last thing the GA as a body thinks of, of you know, have a little storage for, you know, for books and programs. I mean, about 10, 10 years ago, I finally discovered the Exile Cup was behind in Kilrush, and the Exile Cup was playing in Clare Senior Football from 1929 to 59, yes. but it would have been lost. Yes. I also discovered the, the Geraldine Cup, which replaced uh, the Cup, and the the present Jack Daly Cup is, is somewhere in Kilrush. Yes. All that, should, all that should be inside in the museum of jerseys and photographs and books and club histories and that kind of stuff. But I, I think I think it'll come in time. I think it'll come in time. I know. I know you mentioned one or two people there, the Brady men from Bodike and, and the mystery that surrounds that. Um, could I ask you, is there anything in your research for this book now that really uh, knocked you back or... or gave you a huge surprise or have you a favourite um, memory uh, from the the work that you've done? Uh, there'd be a lot of bits and pieces but one thing that this this this, um, this uh, I found I suppose strange or unusual or and yet in ways it wasn't and that's based around I think it's the 1938 Munster final in the lead up to that player it's a famous Cooney case Cooney was a was a player from Tipperary that for his sins went to to see a foreign game as they called him at the time a rugby game along with a, along with a player, player incidentally which we won't name him anyway but uh, he was banned of course because of of, of, of attending a foreign game which was rugby a rugby international so of his stubbornness and I think I found out of the, of the insistence of his club he played 
But Larry Blake, the famous Turnpike and Clare holder and Munster Rally Cup holder, said in advance, Jimmy, look, if you play, we have to object. He did anyway. Tipperary Beast, as the defending All Ireland champions, Tipperary uh, Beast played fairly comprehensively. But of course, uh, Central Council of the GA the head, head decided this man was illegal and he can't play. So Tipperary lost the, champ- lost the championship and Clare went through to the Munster final. And here's the bit that I found amazing. I have a photocopy of the programme. And John Joe Dial and three other players are on that programme. But when I went to the match report, none of them were playing. And I remember speaking to John Dial, John Joe Dial, sorry, and I vaguely remember him saying about there was issues. But he took him, the game was delayed 20 minutes before the player for came out to address them. Yes. And I, I believe that four of the players out of conscious, conscious, uh, over the objection that kind of stuff which Clare had no option or with no really passing it yes. they didn't play in the Munster final we lost by a goal McKenzie got a late chance to to draw with Waterford and Waterford went on to win their first All-Ireland so we were that close yes. but of course then again if you did win the All-Ireland people say ah but you didn't beat Tipperary Yes. But then again, after he didn't beat Clare in, in, in 98 no, and, and they went on and, to win and, and, and I, I don't, I don't hear them kind of, you know, saying, you know, we, we won an All Ireland. I believe that. Sorry, I believe they did. I, I believe the All Ireland. I, I think was this match that year, but as I say, in Yes. That was probably the thing that 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 for this in the Munster final, the teams came out twenty. Player came out twenty minutes late, and four of their players basically didn't tug out. And John Jodila came to the program was playing midfield. Yes. So that 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 was one of the. That was one of the the, the issues that, 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 that definitely uh, yeah. I, I found very very interesting. I know the crop up. Well, listen, it's brilliant to, to to look forward to this. Can you just remind us again? It's been launched this week. The launch is next Thursday night at nine o'clock in the Queen's Hotel. Uh, Tony Kelly doing the the launch, the official launch. So my heritage uh, uh, journalist is, is the MC and Arla welcome. Uh, there'll be a cup, of, uh, a cup of tea and, and a coffee and maybe a glass of wine. Uh, but I'm looking forward to nervously in a way because you're never you're never too sure. You can write a book, but you're never too sure <laughs> how many are going to turn up. So yes. fingers crossed. But, but I hope they will. But uh, along with that, we have a good run into Christmas. So I think we should kind of break even in the overall run of things. Well, hopefully, listen, Seamus, hopefully we'll, we congratulate you, first of all, on doing the book and wish you well for the launch on Thursday night and equally wish you well for, you know, the sales that uh, hopefully will um, increase and multiply as we go on for the rest of the year towards Christmas. But it's wonderful to see and it's a book I'm really looking forward to sitting down and uh, and pouring through um, because there's there's loads in it, and it's one you dip in and out of. But it'll it'll will delight uh, so many GA people uh, right through the county, and as I said, and beyond. So thank you very much for coming on today on the radio, and uh, we'll see you at the launch, Seamus. Okay, thank you very much, Jim. Bye bye. You have been listening to News Extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend, and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.